everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is February 17th. Today we're going to continue on in this week's Come Follow Me block by continuing looking at the revelation that the Lord gave to David Whitmer in section 14. So let's continue on and take a look at verse 7. It says, And if you keep my commandments and endure to the end, you shall have eternal life, which gift is the greatest of all the gifts of God. Now, that scripture is fantastic. It's excellent. It's true doctrine. It used to be a scripture mastery scripture. It's a really important scripture. However, there's something in this scripture that sometimes people outside of the church get a little ruffled about. They don't understand it. And that is that God is giving us this gift of eternal life, right? Yet he's asking us to do something for it. Now, if we don't understand this correctly, this could be problematic for us. And so it's extremely important that we understand the relationship between the commandments and what God is asking us to do and salvation and exaltation that he wants to give us through the grace of Jesus Christ. Now, my friends, 100%, absolutely, we believe in grace. And it's important to recognize that we believe that we are saved by grace. When I was a seminary teacher, I used to ask that question to a classroom of students. I said, raise your hand if you believe that you are saved by grace. And it seemed like there were always a brave four or five people who would raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm saved by grace. But the others didn't because we've misunderstood all along what it means to be saved by grace. Nephi teaches us that it's by grace that we are saved after all we can do. And so for some reason, we have it in our head that we have to reach some level of perfection, of goodness, of righteousness, of obedience before grace can kick in and save us. And my friends, that's not true. It's by grace and through grace and because of grace that we can reach greater and greater levels of goodness, righteousness, obedience, and perfection. It's being strengthened by grace that allows us to be good, to obey, and to endure to the end. It is only Christ's grace that saves us. However, there are things that we are asked to do. We're asked to keep the commandments. We're asked to endure to the end. But it's not so that we're worthy to be saved. Christ's grace took care of that a long time ago. We're asked to do these things so that we can be changed, so that we can become more like our Father in heaven. And we can't become like him if we don't act like him. If we don't try to do what he would do, say what he would say, and become as he is. That is why God asks something of us. That is why he says, if you keep my commandments and endure to the end, then I have this gift of eternal life for you. We are required to keep the commandments. We are required to continue to repent and to endure to the end to receive eternal life. But that doesn't mean that that gift doesn't come by grace. It 100% does. In his book, Continuous Conversion, Brad Wilcox said, Jesus paid our debt to justice, and he paid that debt in full. As we now do what he asks, we are not earning heaven, we are learning heaven. As we take each little step to show faith, repent, make and live covenants, seek the Holy Ghost and endure to the end, we are not paying our way into heaven, we are practicing for it. I believe that God's main concern is more about what we become and who we become than anything else. 
But my friends, the things we do translate into the people we become. We can't sow unrighteous behavior and disobedience and expect to reap righteousness, goodness, purity, and virtue. It doesn't work that way. Elder Oaks once said, The final judgment is not just an evaluation of a sum total of good and evil acts, what we have done. It is an acknowledgement of the final effect of our acts and thoughts, what we have become. It is not enough for anyone to just go through the motions. The commandments, ordinances, and covenants of the gospel are not a list of deposits required to be made in some heavenly account. The gospel of Jesus Christ is a plan that shows us how to become what our Heavenly Father desires us to become. So my friends, this gift of salvation and this gift of eternal life has been given to each and every one of us. But now it's our responsibility to use the grace of Jesus Christ, to keep his commandments, and to repent so that not only can we obtain the gift that our Father in Heaven has already given us of salvation, but so that we can be changed enough to feel comfortable with that gift of eternal life. Now, I think it's so interesting that this is a verse given specifically to David Whitmer. Remember, verses 1 through 6 are something that we heard to several different people who came and approached Joseph Smith and wanted to know how they could help and serve. But I think it's super interesting that here in verse 7 is where we start to see a little bit of variation. Now, asking someone to keep the commandments is not at all unusual in these revelations. God told many different people as they came and received this same revelation to keep his commandments. However, Right here in section 14 to David Whitmer is the first time that we see the Lord adding and endure to the end. It really speaks highly of an omniscient God who understood what David Whitmer's struggles would be and where he would ultimately end up. If you'll remember, David Whitmer was one of the original three witnesses to the Book of Mormon. And even though all three witnesses of the Book of Mormon left the church for a time, David Whitmer is the only one who never returned. However, that being said, David never denied his witness of the Book of Mormon and of the gold plates. So I find it so interesting that even though he told Hiram to keep the commandments and all these other people, you need to keep the commandments, here to David Whitmer, knowing from beginning to end, he also told David Whitmer that he needed to endure to the end. Now, my friends, it is exactly the same for us. Oftentimes, it's easy to rest on our laurels or the things that we've done right? I was a really good missionary, so now I can take it easy. Or I served really great as a bishop or a Relief Society president, but now is my time to rest. My friends, there's never a time to rest in the kingdom of God. We are asked to endure to the end. That means we serve to the end. We work to the end. We build to the end. And most importantly, we repent to the end. We consistently change and try to do better. We're not going to be perfect. Absolutely, we're not going to be perfect. But the purpose of enduring to the end means that we continue to repent and try to do better. In his book, Act in Doctrine, Elder Bednar said, If today you are a little better than you were yesterday, then that is enough. And if tomorrow you are a little better than you were today, then that is enough. My friends, enduring to the end means continually trying, continually striving to be a little bit better. 
but the beautiful thing about the gift that our Savior has given us, his gift of grace, is that we're not trying all by ourselves. We're not asked to change through sheer willpower and grit. The atonement of Jesus Christ and his grace can give us strength to be more, to do better, and to have everlasting change. As Elder Bednar once said, the atonement is not just for people who have done bad things and are trying to be good. It is for good people who are trying to become better and serve faithfully and who yearn for an ongoing and mighty change of heart. Indeed, in the strength of the Lord, we can do and overcome all things. My friends, I testify that the gift of eternal life is a gift that comes to us because of grace. We are saved by grace, but we also live from day to day. We grow from day to day, and we change from day to day by, through, and because of the grace of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.